No Parking Radio, episode three. Um, shout out to Black Moon. Um, we recorded this on the way down to OKC. Um, we have a big showing coming up at the R Hall OKC. It's going to open tonight. It's December the 7th, and it's going to run all the way until March. Um, so, yeah, we recorded this on the way down there. And uh, just sit back, listen. Maybe you can learn something, because I definitely learned something. No parking radio. Let's get it. We have to. This is, this, we have to record this. I need to know it. Like, I need to hear this. Like, Well, I just wonder, like, for me personally, my identity, I want to make sure that, and this, I feel like this has happened with black people a lot, is are we being pushed ahead because of our qualifications and because of our talent, or is it just because they need that representation or that token? Man, that's true. So I don't, that's something I'm struggling with. But then I think back on like, people don't know all of the hard work that I personally been putting in over the years. And there's this false humility where I'm like, oh, I'm not, it's just because of this. But we all, I feel like need to realize that we're talented, that we're doing great things and we need to rely on that, like rely on our talent and what we've been putting work into. Like Melody, you and your stuff, when we were putting your pieces in the car, Antonio was like, where did these come from? Like you just have an arsenal of artwork that you can just pull from that you kind of push to the wayside for whatever reason. I don't know what those reasons were. Like if you didn't feel like they were strong enough or you didn't feel like you were a real artist, but. I think it's the latter reason because whenever I tried to, at least, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when I was speaking about how, how I had a lot of insecurity about my art, being in, you know, predominantly, well, growing up in a predominantly white elementary school, my art was always pushed to the wayside. Like I was told, and like I would get told by like I grew up in North Tulsa. Everyone was like, "Oh, you're so talented. You're so this. You're so that." Well, I was a child, but then when I go to that school, it was like my stuff was always pushed aside. It was like, "Oh, it's not good enough," or it doesn't look like this kid or that kid or that kid. You know, looking back, I was like, "Why would you tell that to like an eight year old or a seven year old?" Man, if I told my mom that, she would have lit those people up. But I didn't because I was always so shy and I wasn't like I'm not confrontational, especially as a child. So I would just internalize all that. It's like, oh, I guess it's just not good enough. And I was like, I was even seeing that a lot through college. It's like people would always tell me, oh, you're so talented. Why don't you do more? And then I mean, that would make me feel, you know, good. But whenever I would like put that pen, literally, whenever I would put that pen to the paper, it's like. I'd have an idea and it's like, oh, it's not good enough. And then I would just like literally just sit there staring at this paper, debating whether I should do it or not. It's like, it was like such an eternal struggle doing art. And I was an art major. So I was like, I have all these pieces. I I really do have a lot of stuff. I have like, my mom's tired of all my artwork. Yeah. And it's like, now I'm just trying to look at it in a different light. Like, okay, maybe this is good enough. Yeah. You know, so that's crazy. Yeah. I've been, I've been going, like, I've been going through that now, like doing art. Like, I was telling Gary that, like, I did a matter of fact, I did a piece at home, one of the bigger pieces I'm doing, and I was like, bro, I be sometimes be looking at my stuff, like, it kind of messes you up because you be like, I want to do art how I want to do it, right? Yeah. And it's like you start thinking about it, like, I didn't think about it before until I got in Black Moon and doing a lot of events. I would be like. You know, would a person buy this and have this in their house? Like, would they want 
this like for example i always use um erica's that kkk mask because that's a that's so tight to me but i'd be like a person that would buy that like who would they would say who would want that in their house you know that's how i look at stuff yeah. now. and then it kind of like makes you like should i do this like and then it got to the point gary was like bro i mean bro this i mean we're doing what we want to do like i wouldn't I would just do what you want to do, like, and then worry about, don't even worry about that. Yeah. But it's like, bro, I'll be thinking about, like, will, people, will somebody buy this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Will somebody want this in their house? Will somebody, it kind of makes me, like, curve. It makes you want to do certain art, you know, yeah. certain things. Yeah. It makes you kind of, like, I mean, I think it's just the thing, the, the time that we live in, too. Yeah. It's like, we're trying to make money with art, so it's like, I know somebody will buy if I did, you know, this. Yeah. Or, well, when we went to the, um, Artist Works workshop at AHA. Um, one of the Adrian Hill is that her name? Yeah. She spoke about. Um, there was a Tulsa artist fellow there, and he was talking about how his art is very dark, and like Erica's hood, that's kind of avant-garde, and it's an installation. It's just temporary art that you take down later. Okay. Um, okay. which is kind of what an installation is, unless it's a permanent install. But anyways. She was saying how, and he was speaking on too, how he was making artwork that was more commercial and happier than what he normally does. Yeah. So he could make money. Right. Like right. he was making these pieces that he knew people would love and he would build up this money and then use that money to make the art that he, he was won. really wanting to Okay, make. okay. So you can make art that's like more, if you have the talent, still use it to your advantage, mm. but always like make sure to take that time and use it for your passions as well. Cause right. not everybody's gonna get that dark, art that he does yeah. but that's what gets him like residencies and that's what makes him a fine artist yeah. but he's still to make money because not everybody's gonna buy a three thousand dollar piece every show yeah. he makes these commercial like ready to sell type pieces yeah. for people that's true it's like i've been trying to find that balance mm -hmm. like i got a home like i said i got a, a best friend named brother he's about to get out of jail <laughs> been in jail for 10 years wow. and he about to get out and i did like one of the big pieces is basically like dedicated to him because it's like three dudes that's like in orange jumpsuits mm -hmm. and it's like i'm gonna put like you know what i'm saying it looks like a jail like three jail people getting out of jail i'm gonna paint the sky like blue and make it you know real pretty but it's gonna be people in jail uniforms but it's like man i'll be thinking like what's the person that has the money to buy this would they want this in their house you know like but I want, the, and I, w I mean, I would want it because I'm from that background. But it's like, I mean, and that's another thing. Like, I look at a place like Atlanta. It's like, you know, there is black people that would want this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I can't. I'm be judging it from a, I guess, a Tulsa, you know, my circle. You know, yeah. my where I'm, where I'm at. Yeah. It's like, man, somebody pay this much money for this piece. Well, what about a gallery or a museum? Like, it doesn't and have to just be in somebody's. A gallery or a museum could pay for your piece to have it there for people to see all of it. That's true. That's true. See, it's a thing. Like, money and legacy never go gets alone. That's how I feel. Like, money and legacy, they don't... Like, the piece, like you said, the dude with the dark pieces, mm -hmm. he gonna be remembered for those dark pieces, you know? But the stuff that people's buying, mm -hmm. I mean, he gonna remember, be remembered for those, too, but it's just like, he's doing that so people can buy them, Yeah, you know? exactly. Money and legacy. Money and legacy. Never thought of it like that. Yeah, it's like, what people, you know, what you want to do is what people gonna remember you by. Yeah. I want to do a show that talks about our incarceration rate here in Oklahoma. It's bad. Like, that's why we need our own space. Because mm -hmm. I feel like if we had our own space, but the sky would be the limit. Yeah. Like, as far as the shows, we could come up with the themes right. and the stuff.
stuff we could build and it would be I want it to feel like you are in New York but you walk like you're in Tulsa but you walk into our gallery and you're like where am I? Yeah. I'm in New York right now yeah. I'm in Paris I'm in London that's why I like that dude. What's his name? Kendall Witt? What is his name? Hyundai Wiley. Yeah. I like his stuff. Because it's like... It's just both the... Like, what we said is, is his stuff is a perfect example of both. You know? Like, in one piece. I'm like... Boy, I, saw, I seen one with the dude with the do-rag on. That was like flowers and stuff. Like, that's so tight, bro. That's why I need to take an art class so I can really learn how to, like, draw, 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 draw. I like Hyundai Wiley because it's really nice and spacious. <laughs> what? How they mixed up the turnpike. Oh. <laughs> oh, you need like, big lanes, huh? <laughs> I like Hyundai Wiley. I love that composition of the hill up there, the branches. That's all so pretty. Like a Gary picture. A Gary picture? Yeah. What'd you take in a Gary picture? Like, why haven't black artists been in museums all this time? Like, why haven't, well, yeah, why haven't we, why weren't we celebrated in the 60s when, like, Pablo Picasso was going big? Like, we were doing art. That's what really pisses me off, and that's why I like Hyundai Wiley, because he plays off of those classical art pieces that white culture worships, and, like, pays off, they're like, oh, this, this, this piece is priceless, and he takes those priceless pieces, and he puts a black person in there, and he's like, it's just as good. Yeah. A century later, and it's so frustrating. But I want, like, a hundred years from now, I want it to be, like, predominantly people of color in museums. Yeah. I, I think it's already going in that direction. Though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because man. you can only, I mean, so, I think people, they change, of course, with the times, too. They're only going to, I mean, they're tired of seeing the, the same narrative. They want, there's more stories to be told just across, in, in the entertainment industry, in art, just across all um, everything, there are more stories to be told. I think now people are opening up to like, oh, these people who are marginalized, <laughs> who have their own personal stories, people of color, they have these stories, and it's kind of messed up because it's like making a profit too. Yeah. But um, I just think that, like, especially museums and art galleries, they're they're going in that direction. They I think they go in that direction because every because like I think it's I think it's all to do with hip hop honestly. Hip hop is like the biggest culture in the world now, and it's like if they don't have that in their space, they don't want to look like they're racist. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like that's why I think like that's what I be thinking about certain places like they need that aspect in their space. One because it's the biggest culture. Like even white you know kids that's coming in the museum, yeah. if they they want to have a hip hop aspect. Hip hop. I'm not. When I say hip hop, I don't mean rap music. Yeah. I mean hip hop culture. Period. Yeah. Like that. That is the biggest culture right now. It yeah. is. Asia. It's, Asia America. Right. Asia America. Just Asia in general. Hip hop culture is influencing. Yeah. Majorly. It is. Like they're dancing. There are groups. There are pop groups that are coming out. I saw this thing where they're actually trying to make their hair kinky. Yeah. I, I got offended by that. I, a I bit. finally. I saw I'm that. Crazy. Yeah. Be flattered? Yeah. I don't know. No. I seen. Uh, I watched a documentary about lowriders in Japan, like in Asia, and it's like these kids got lowrider. Like I'm like, how do you even get them cars over there? You know? I mean, it's the same way we get imports over uh -huh. here, I guess. But these people got like hydraulic cars in China. Like that's so tight to me. Like, cause it's like, it's 
both aspects in one place. Like the way that Asia's like city is, I, lo I love that, you know? Like, let me say Japan, for example. Like, I like the way that it looks, you know? But when you put it with like old school American cars, like, that, you know, that hip hop culture has made. And, and no, Lowrider came from like, uh, like, you know, like Hispanics. But like, Lowrider magazines and like hip hop culture made it like this big thing, you know? So it's like they merge both of them together, and it's like, and we know how like kung fu flicks and everything influenced exactly. us, you know. Oh, so yeah. it's like battles. It's, it's like yeah, yeah, it's like it's merging together, and it's like that's the same thing with that artist that we're talking about. It's like, well, I love seeing that. Well, I feel like African American culture, even though our African culture was kind of stripped away from us, yeah, we still have such a rich culture, yeah. and it's so strong. That people are want, gonna want to like rub off, mm -hmm. like they're gonna want to be influenced by. See, but that's a but that's a fine line too, yeah. because some people want to really embrace your culture and see it succeed. Yeah. Some people just want to make money off of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's like that line is so thin. Like that line is like, it's, I mean, for me personally, I don't know. I don't. Sometimes I don't know which one it is. Like, do y'all? Like that's why I try to treat Black Moon like. I want to treat Black Moon like if there was another black collective here, like a competition. Like, I want to be in competition with ourselves. Like, are y'all, like you said, are they wanting us because we're good? Or are they wanting us because we're the only black collective yeah. here, you know? Exactly. That's where I be at with it. Like, that's why I try to do, like, stuff that's not traditional. You know what I'm saying? I try to do, like, whites and tables. And I want to make it to, like, if I was up against another black collective or I want to stand out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... I, it ain't even know like as I said, we're the only one. So it's like, of course they gonna come to us and be like, we need y'all in this space. We need y'all in that space. Like, I don't know. I feel like Tulsa is kind of like spoon feeding us, though. Yeah. Like giving us a little bit at a time. Like, all right, y'all can do this, but y'all can't. Hold on, hold on. You know, like it's like, bro, we trying to break through. We man, we ain't got time to be like. Yeah. No, I feel the same. Yeah, it's like we ain't got time to be keep doing the same things over and over and trying to take it to the next level well i feel like we're on the right path i feel like we are though man we we are we like are. big things are about to happen in the art community especially for black artists here soon as in like next week and i can't talk about it too much but that's big good. things are about that's, to happen. That's good that you can't talk about it. That makes it like it's big for real. Oh, I want to talk <laughs> about it so bad. Don't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like as far Don't as taking it. it to the next level, it's about to happen. Man, I'm like, I'm just trying to be ready. That's why I'm like, and that's what that's, these conversations all me and Gary have. You know, we be like, bro, like how can we take it to the like? I'm like, I want to be ready. I want us to be in like. Hillbrook. I want us to be like, dang, yes. man, these dudes is like... That's what I keep thinking. Like, I, it's about to happen. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Like, but I want us to have our show in the Philbrook. Preferably, I like Maine, but downtown definitely needs help. And those institutions, they're so... I'll be honest <laughs> with you, like, white culture, they're okay with, like, pushing white culture and doing weird... Like, a cat film video yeah. and, like doing showing um Wes Anderson movies and having like little dance parties like white culture they're totally fine with pushing the envelope that way traditionally mm -hmm. untraditionally in that space but it's like when are you gonna let people of color get up in there like 
like I told I want to do a Lessons of Fresh Phil Brook collab Black Moon collab because I feel like bringing all those elements there would totally blow people's minds mm -hmm. but like the only other time where they've done something that was really impactful for um, any other culture was a Hispanic culture yeah, that was they had Papele Chiquino Chiquino Papele's Dose it's a, it was a curated show all Mexican artists by Cheech Martin from Cheech and Chong in the new gallery, the Helmet Gallery. And the very, like the weekend before the last weekend of the show, they did this huge event where they had lowriders, they had food trucks. A lot of the Mexican community came out. It was free and they got to experience the art and they were like, we didn't even know this is at the Philbrook. Yeah. And it ends next weekend. I can't even tell my family to come because they won't have time to. It ends next weekend or is it It ended the next weekend. Oh, okay. I thought, I was saying it's still going on. About to go to no, there. no. It was, it was a couple of... It, either last year or the year before that okay. but it was like y'all could have done this right at the opening and then people could have been visiting all throughout the whole but yeah. they waited yeah. and it was a, an amazing event like people are still talking about it today and I'm like what are y'all doing like are you guys purposely like or like oh by the way we have I this. think they did because I think they were concerned about like they they don't know they don't know who's gonna show up so I yeah. feel like they were like we'll just test this out to see 